Blog Talk Radio. Yeah, it is. 
<laughs> what up, man? What up? <laughs> yeah. 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 I don't so, know. We should work so, backwards and from from the end to the front because all oh, this is gonna be funny. Yeah. Yeah. Got, got, I see. I see our caller in the queue. Um, I, I haven't talked about anything yet, <laughs> so I, I kind of kind of can't let you on until we start talking about something. I mean, I haven't even. I haven't, other than saying I'm leaving Blog Talk Radio, I haven't even started. I haven't even really started the show yet. So you gotta give me a couple minutes to get get rolling. Um, and then we can bring you on, you know. So, um, let's let's start with uh, power rankings. Week eight, uh, every team has played at least seven games. Some have played eight, and I I did some due diligence on the power rankings. I have ours. I have TMV. I have each individual host, and then I went around. I got Stephen A. Smith. I got ESPNs. I got Shannon Sharps. I even got Jeff Saturday. Jeff Saturday was coaching this league a year ago. So you would think he's got some pretty, you know, inside knowledge to a lot of stuff since he just coached last year. So um so the one thing we'll just we'll just start off with what's obvious. Okay. Very obvious. That the Eagles are number one. Okay. They're the only one lost team in the NFL. The Eagles are number one. So I don't think we need to, you know, there's no delay. There's, oh, well, let's just wait. Eh, the Eagles are number one. Every power ranking I saw, the Eagles are number one. So there's no dispute there. Um, I, I, you can argue whether they're the best team in the NFL. That's arguable. But they should definitely be sitting at number one in power rankings after eight weeks. Whether you think they're the best or they're not, you really, you know, I mean, who are you gonna who are you going to put ahead of them? They're the only ones with one loss. So even if you think the Cowboys are going to beat them, or if you think the 49, 49ers, you know, can beat them or, you know, whatever. They almost lost to, to the commanders. I, yeah, I get it. I get it. Good, good. You know, all, all of that would be valid points. But to this day, they're 7-1. and one. So you got to put them number one. There's just no other way around it. It gets very interesting after that, though. Now, I, I have to, I have to, I have to, before we, before we allow the caller to jump off, I have to ask K-Star. Because I have in front of me nine power rankings, four man voice, one cumulative man voice, four ESPN or ESPN uh, host. Nobody has the Niners except K-Star. K-Star, I'm going to give you a chance to explain why you have the Niners. And let me remind everybody, they've lost three in a row. They're five and three, and why you would still have them? Uh, the Dolphins, the Cowboys, the Seahawks, mm. the Lions. Mm. Well, this is easy. Uh, first of all, shame on all of you across all media platforms for not having the Niners in your top five. Uh, you are prisoners of the moment. I want you to think for a moment what as well, fuck? because the Niners. Yeah, shame on you, train. Happy Halloween. But shame on you. We're talking about trick-or-treats, but the fucking Niners are a treat, first and foremost. They have the best roster in the league. We thought they did to the Dallas Cowboys. I cannot in good conscience put the Dallas Cowboys out of the Niners. I'm sorry. Actually, I tried to do it. I literally kept staring at it. And same thing with the Jaguar. I kept – I just I – just, I couldn't do it. I couldn't fucking do it. Because I know damn well the Niners are better than these teams. That, even, even some of these teams are ahead of them. In my rankings, I didn't feel good about them either. Like, honest to God, I don't think the Chiefs. I think the Eagles are the better teams than the Niners in the NFL. 
Yeah, they lost three. But if you look at the games they lost at Cleveland with the missed field goals, uh, yes, they lost to Minnesota, they lost to Cincinnati, for sure. But those games were field goal differential losses. These were very close games. And I don't know if you guys have heard, um, the Niners just traded for Chase Young. That ain't got nothing to do with it. This is a team that's going to be in it. Your power rankings were set in before the trade was made. So stop. You're right. I know. I'm just, I'm just saying. Okay. This team is going to be in the NFC Championship game. Uh, they're going to be in the NFC Championship game. This is a team that was in the NFC Championship game last year. Um, I'm not too affected because we have a, in all seriousness, we have like, we have the 7-1 team. We have a few, we have like three or four 6-2s, and, and then we have just like this lump of 5-3, and 5-2s. So, I mean, we're talking about one loss difference between them all. Niners are top three still in point differential despite those uh, close losses they've had. I still believe in them. Uh, they have the best roster, going through some injuries, and uh, I just think they're going to be there at the end. All right. Uh I will uh, be back. <laughs> Case star, I mean, uh, I hear some serious loud. Serious background noise. Uh, we're live, guys. Anyone want to respond to Case star? <laughs> I'll just get my two cents out. I'm still trying to. Oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I, I just, just, I'll get it, get it out the way. Whew. First and foremost, um. And, and T, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but does does K Star have the Seahawks in his top five? He does not. Okay, the Seahawks, technically speaking, are ahead of the Niners in the NFC West, so that's number one. Number two, not we're not talking about roster, but we're not talking about roster development or roster configuration. We're talking about how the team is over the past eight weeks leading up to right now, October 31st. The team that you're talking about, yes, they lost to the Browns. They also just now got beat soundly by the Bengals at home, at home. And everybody's going through injuries, don't want to hear it. Everybody's going through injuries. Cowboys just lost. They lost Trayvon Diggs for the season. Got to make up for it. Vikings just lost Kirk Cousins, their, their main player for the season. Got to make up for it. The Jets, nobody thought they were going to be above 500. Lost their all-world uh, quarterback, Aaron Rodgers, who played four snaps. Got to get over it. So I don't want to hear anything about injuries. This team has lost three in a row. They have lost three in a row. Other teams have won three in a row, four in a row, five in a row. There's no way on God's green earth the Niners can be your top five. I'm not talking about projections. I'm talking about how they look right now, and they look like a team that still is, they, they are reeling right now, and got the, their, their ship's taking on water, and they got the rebound. Do, do you, but to be the top hold, five, you, no. You think, hold on, you don't, you think that the Niners are going to still, let me ask you this, and just with your football integrity, just with all your football integrity, the Niners are going to continue to struggle? Train go on mute for a minute. I can't. I can't hear case star. All right. What's your question? Do, do, do you think the Niners will continue to struggle? Do you think this is something that's going to continue? That's my question. It's power ranking. Right. That's irrelevant. Power ranking. Football ranking. How I do my power ranking? Don't tell me it doesn't matter. This is why I got the Chiefs over the Broncos. I'm sorry, the Broncos over the Chiefs years ago. I was ahead of this stuff. 
We're not talking about years okay. ago. So don't tell me. Right don't now. tell me how to do my power rankings. But K-Star, you just used the term football integrity. How can you justify putting the team at number five that's lost three in a row? I don't care why. Because the Seahawks. They lost three in a row. Because, I look, because T, they're top three still in point differential. It don't matter. They beat the Cowboys. We're right there. Three weeks I, ago. We're going to do it today. They, and haven't won since. They lost to the, they beat the Cowboys today? and haven't won since.
I mean, the rankings is based on, but the rankings, all, everyone's rankings across uh, all the sports are based on what the team, they're all based on what the team has done so far. That's why they change from week to week the way they do. They don't change from week to week trying to predict what the team will do the next week or the week after well, I that. Do. It's I really – I don't want to give anyone – I but that's, standing. But that's not, a, that's not a power ranking because prediction is not a power. <laughs> power it's a power, is it? Yes, it is. It's, it's, but it's but not. It's, prediction it's, is not a power, so. bro. It's just so there is nothing tangible bro. that you can attach you, no fact that you can put to that. But what you can put yes, to can. is point differential. The, nope. Yes. No, you can't. What you can put – what you can put, what you did call out, is point differential. Who have they played? Yeah, the top three. You know what I'm saying? The style in, yeah. in, in which the style in which they won. You can those you can see. You can go back. You can look at film. What you can do is look at film of a damn prediction. So that's no, okay, no, but sorry. it doesn't exist. So, well, wait a minute. Wait a so, minute. Hold on a second. Whoa, 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 whoa. We talked last year about the Vikings being 13 and 4, yet they had a negative point differential. We didn't have any, the Vikings in the top five. So what's the difference? Exactly. Exactly. No, but, but you're saying point differential matters. No, it doesn't. Hold on for a second. Hold on. Yes, it does. The Vikings were fraudulent. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. And look at the Niners. Take, take, hold Wait, three on. Top three point differential. Gentlemen. Hold on, Case on. You said looking ahead and your projection play a role in your power range. I want to make sure I heard that correctly, right? Yes, yeah, and it's based off, and it's based so, off the so, differential and who they've played. Okay, so the Cowboys are playing the Eagles on Sunday, right? Yes. Okay, so is it absurd to think that the Cowboys might win that game? No. Okay. So if I had the Cowboys number one this week, because I believe that they're going to beat the Eagles, who are the best team in the NFL, by everybody in the world's power rankings, would that make sense to you? No, because the Cowboys were number one in your power rankings for five straight weeks. Ah, wait, wait, wait. That work for all of us. Okay. Oh, that matters. Wait, wait, wait. You just said, so you can't, you have to be consistent. You just said projections matter. So if the if I think the Cowboys can beat the number one team in the NFL, then I should be able to put them number one right now. Because on my well, you could, but the reason why, but but another reason why is the Niners have been number one in our all of our uh, power rankings each week. You know, up until this last like two weeks, last week or two, right? Weren't they number one? You you keep moving the ball. Now you want to go. I'm not moving the ball. I'm telling you. I'm telling you another variable within it. But, I mean, the fact that we have the number one. It, for me, it's harder to slide them down each and every week, right? No, seriously, it's harder to slide them down. I look at the point differential, and I look at these records. They're pretty much all except for the Eagles. They're okay, all pretty so similar. Stop, stop. See, see, hold on. See, this is what you do. Well, I stopped everything. You bring up a point. We address it. Then you switch the point. I'm sticking to one point. Your point about future performance. And you're projecting future performance. That's it. And I'm just trying to show yeah, you. Well, am I based thinking. off what, T? I'm telling you what I'm basing that off of. Yeah, but I'm saying to you, based on your own analysis, then I should be able to put the Cowboys as number one. And I asked you, does that make sense? And you said, no, it doesn't. So why would me okay, putting the Cowboys number one, based on me thinking they're about to beat the Eagles, not work? But you could put the 49ers 
in the top five after losing three in a row because of what you think they're going to do? Well, I think he could do it, but my question to you is, did he oh, have the oh, Cowboys ranked number one? <laughs> did he have the Cowboys ranked number one at any point? Okay. No, seriously. Okay. Throughout the year, okay. when we had the Niners. The Niners ain't been ranked number one in a couple of weeks, so I don't know if that has to do with anything. The point was that logic that you threw out, I just, I just, I just mic dropped it. Makes no sense because that, with that logic of what we think teams are going to do, it, there's no power rankings there. We can justify putting any oh. team up there because we think, hey, I think the Giants Why? are going to go on a run. Okay, okay. I mean, I know Let me ask you this. Why? The Giants are going to go on a run. They're going to win eight in a row. They're going to get ten and six. So yes. I'm going to put them number five. This is, this is what we call a straw man, ladies and gentlemen. Why the fuck is it out of land, out, outlandish for the Niners, who have been number one in most of our power rankings for most of the year, who were the NFC Championship game last year, who have probably the best roster, with a top three point differential, who beat the Cowboys about, about 100 points. Why is it why, – why, why is it not outlandish for the Niners to be fifth in power rankings? Fifth. Well, well top three. to your question, fifth. last year is irrelevant, so let's, let's leave that in last year. This year, since they whooped the Cowboys, they've lost three in a row, and the Cowboys have beaten two playoff games. And since you want to keep talking about how they whooped Dallas, they did whoop Ooh. Dallas. Three since those three weeks, They've lost each of their games, and Dallas has won both of their games. I guess it's Chargers and the Rams. And? Right? Chargers Rams. Yeah. It's not not enough for me to overcome what happened to them versus the Niners. Well, honestly, that's you being a hater because it's not enough for you to – because you don't like the Cowboys. I don't – that game's three weeks old now. That game's three weeks old now. You know, that, 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 that game today is dead. It's three weeks ago. Since then, Dallas went in the, into uh, uh, the Chargers, beat them in Los Angeles, took a week off, came home, annihilated the Rams, who some thought was on their way to the playoffs. Now, all of a sudden, the Rams aren't that good. Now, all of a sudden, once Dallas beat no. them, oh, they're just the Rams. Really? Okay. Yeah, at least Steelers beat them. And I love my Steelers. No. Rams are trash. But they did what they're supposed to do, though. I'll get those numbers that. They, you know what? So if you wanted, where well, people it, it, said that after Dallas lost to the 49ers, they were going to lose to the Chargers and lose to the Rams. Then both of those teams were better teams. Now that they've beaten both of those teams, now they're trash. You guys move. You move the goalposts. All I'm saying say to you is that. That was a good. Having the Niners ahead of the Lions. Right there, to me, I don't get it. Having the Niners anywhere on this power ranking case, star, you know this. You know this. Where they're going to be in five weeks, I don't know. Where they're going to be in one week, I don't know. But today, after three in a row, come on, case star. You know. When you said it, you knew. You said, you guys going to love this. Come on, just tell the truth. Tell the truth. Well, of course, but the thing is, like, Again, I mean, I think. Or, okay, let me ask you guys this: Where would you put the rank, Niners if you had to rank them overall? Top ten. I mean, I'd have to, you know. I mean, is it like I think I'm seeing them. Bills are five and three, so you, you what are you going to leave them out? Yeah. They're in there. No, that's what I'm saying. There's like a lot of jumbled there. Excuse me. 
that's what it's tough. There's like a lot of teams around the same ballpark in terms of win months. Yeah, I mean, if we wanted to go top ten, could the Niners fit in the top ten? Sure. But I just, you know. But anyway, um, all right. I, I interrupt. Oh, I don't think it'd be outlandish. By the way, no, hold on. T to the Cowboys point. I don't think it'd be that outlandish for the Cowboys to be like a top two in your power ranking. By the way, they have a top well, five. I, I'm sorry. I, I think top four. I think it would be outlandish next week if the Cowboys win to do that. I think it's outlandish today to say I think they're going to win, so I'm going to put them number one. That was my point. Next week, we'll see. I got they you. beat the Eagles, and we'll see what the other teams do and see, you know, how that affects the rankings. But it doesn't make sense to do it today because I think – and I do think they're going to be that, that, – That's but fair. I just, when I look at the – Yeah. Okay. When anyway, I, 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 the top I apologize. Teams, I apologize. The top three teams, respect this, and then we move on. The top three teams, NFC to me still, are the Eagles, the Cowboys, and the Niners. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Okay. I don't know if that's disagreeable, but I would, I would, I would say right now, I don't know that I would consider the the the, the Niners still a top three team at this point. Um, I think the Lions deserve some respect. Okay. So. Yeah, I like them. What's up? Okay, JB, did you have anything you want to add? And I apologize for interrupting. Uh, just trying to understand the logic. Um, still struggling, but we can move on. Point differential. Strength. There you go. Just sort it, sort by point Strength. differential. You got it. Oh, Train dropped. Let me bring Shane back on. <laughs> Sorry, Train. Doctor Train, welcome back. <laughs> yeah, man. I've been trying to try check myself back in. I, I, I went to I went to unmute myself because. K-Star said some crazy shit, and I hung up and said, maybe it was in both. <laughs> <laughs> I probably did the right thing anyway. <laughs> I just simply put, man, um, you cannot change the standard against one team versus versus who you choose just to prove your point. That's not how, that, that's not how this works. Yeah, I, I just think that's what it's differential. I don't know how it, it doesn't matter. You change. You try. You, with the example that he gave you, you literally, you literally changed the standard. And you literally came up with an excuse as to why, why you would change the standard. I mean, if in that case, there's it's not, no it's point in doing power rankings. If no, but you, but you did, man. You changed it, right? You changed it. He, he, he gave you a prime example, and I love the example because I thought about. it. I was like, man, if Dallas did win next week. That would make them six and two. They would beat the they would beat the top team. You don't know that. You, you don't. If the Cowboys beat the Eagles, I don't. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Am I talking to case or am I talking to God? Please tell me which one. Because if I'm talking to God, I got a lot of stuff I need to ask. Stand <laughs> in line, bro. If God got on mm. the phone, you know what I'm saying? About, I, just, I just want to know because you literally gonna tell me they won't. <laughs> As if you know, and you oh. don't know that. No, I didn't say they won't. I said if they did, I'd have them win the it, Cowboys. If they beat be the Eagles, that's what I said. You said you you would have them won. Yeah, if they beat Philly. Yes. But but now, but I'm just posing. I'm just going back to the example. If they did win, they'd be sitting at six and two. Eagles be sitting at seven two. They would have just beat the team that everybody across the world have ranked number one. And they would definitely end up being 
probably at number one. So why not just jump the gun a week early? That's what the fuck you're telling yeah. us you're doing with the, with, the, with 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 San Francisco. Well, yeah, that's five and three, and they lost three in a row. But man, they won't be an NFC Championship, so I'm just gonna keep them right here. When teams like the Lions oh. are just kicking ass, when everyone else is kicking ass, while this team is losing three in a row, man, losing one, okay, even losing two, I still put the Niners in there because like, all right, man, y'all gonna wake up three. Nah, man, y'all need to get off here and get y'all shit together. Come on, bruh. And let me Come add on. this. When the Cowboys beat the Chargers, we haven't done live. I've been, you've been, guys have been sending me your power rankings, and I appreciate it. When the Cowboys beat the Chargers, I did not put them back in. I didn't put them in the top five. As a matter of fact, um, I did not have the Cowboys in the top five. My brother did not have the Cowboys in the top five. You know how the Cowboys in the top five on their bye week? Strange. Strange said bye week, but I don't like anyone else here. He put the Cowboys in five. Okay. So, so, like, I look for reasons to put my Cowboys. I just couldn't do it. Because it was only... You know, God, I mean, two weeks ago, you got annihilated by the 49ers. Okay, nice game against the Chargers, and eh, I'm not going to do it. I wanted to, but I'm not going to do it. Now, I knew they were going to beat the Rams, not just because I'm a fan. I just know they're the better team. They're home, coming off the bye week. But I didn't go ahead and say, well, I know you're going to beat the Rams. Let me let me put you in the top five. Teams should have to show and prove, K-Star. I think that is the main point when we're having these conversations is not your feelings, your thoughts, your, your predictions. What have you shown you? And you being an analyst, not – October, a, hold on. Yeah, I – and I hear you and I agree, but, like, here's the thing. And I'm looking at Power Rangers. I sent you two weeks ago. Just two weeks ago, I had the Niners at one. I'm just saying, like, it's a hard cliff for them to fall for me from one to outside of – Outside of that, top five. But, but. That's made it hard. They weren't there. It's not a fluke to lose three in a row. Something wrong. Something wrong. You know, something wrong. Something is not right in San Francisco right now. Why do you think they, didn't they just, didn't they just, you just said they just traded for somebody. Yeah, for uh, Chase Young. Yeah. The schemes are from the commanders. Yeah, you know why? Because they're not getting no pressure on it on the quarterback. They know they got issues. And Kyle Shanahan's a great coach, but he can only cover up your flaws for so long. Look at Garoppolo. Need I say more? Yep. Y'all see that game last night? Look yep. at Garoppolo. That's the guy who went to the Super Bowl under Shanahan. Look at him last night. Same guy. I, I, I think Brock Purdy is showing who he really is. I'm not saying he's going to tank and he's going to be terrible, but look, we have, okay, so you were the same guy about 10 years ago who said Chip Kelly has the most innovative offense, blah, 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 blah. And I laughed at you and I said, give it a few weeks. NFL will catch up. And what happened? The NFL caught up. For a few weeks, nobody could fuck with the Eagles. Nobody could. But the defenses got on their giddy up, and, and what happened? He back coaching college football now. Mr. Innovative, he gone. He back.
back in college now. They drove him out of the NFL. The NFL will always catch up if you're not smart enough to adjust with it. I'm going to get off my little soapbox because I just got too much ammo right now. I got too much ammo. I got too much. All right. So I'm going to finish the par rankings now. Um, so that was really the only kind of big, you know, kind of like, wow, everything else was, you know, the Chiefs, you know, as high as two on the train, as low as five. Kate and I had them at three. I could, I could see. I could see all of that, honestly. I could see all of that. Cowboys were on uh, mine and trains, not on JB, but I kind of understand, you know, because I was, I was, it, it, it's tough because you got all these two lost teams with six wins. So it's tough, you know. But so I, 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 I won't argue with the Cowboys not being put on there. It's cool. But the final rankings are as follows. Jags at number five, Dolphins at number four, Chiefs at number three, Ravens at number two, and the Eagles at number one. And we're not too far off from what most of – the only real um, – Stephen A. Smith, if this makes you feel good, K-Star, Stephen A. Smith had the Bengals at number five. And you know why? Because they're coming. Because they're coming. He sounded like you. They're coming. Did you see what they did to, to the 49ers? They're coming. Now, ain't nobody got the Bengals anywhere on any bar ranking in the world except Stephen A. Smith. Pretty much same logic. He thinks they're going to be what they're going to be, so he put them at number five. Nah, you got to prove it. And, and I believe they're on their way. I believe they're coming. I mean, got to get to that destination. I went from a five at the same time. I do think the Bengals would be pretty good by the end of the year. Yeah, that's the end of the year. Yeah. We're talking about destination, not journey. They got to do a little bit better than – I mean, shoot, like Jay said, I mean, they're not even number one in their own division. Nope. What are they, three? Tough division. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, they're tied. (laughs) Yeah, no, they're actually – they're fourth in division. See? If you go by tiebreakers, they got they got the you know second best record with three other teams, but uh, point differential. So, um, gentlemen, last week I had a work function out in Minneapolis. You are all on my Facebook. You might have seen a couple of pictures I posted. I was at the Emory Autograph Hotel, which is a Marriott. Um. It is literally down the street from um, U.S. Bank Stadium where the Vikings play their home games. I mean, it's literally a five-minute, maybe six-minute, five- to seven-minute walk to the stadium, very close. The hotel does, and the Vikings were home, Monday night football. I found out after I went back to my hotel to watch the game that if you buy tickets after the kickoff, you can get decent seats for like 18 bucks. So they're just trying to sell out. And so a few of my colleagues went, but I didn't go. I'm kind of glad I didn't go. I really didn't. I, you know, I was there for work and I needed my rest. I'm getting old guys. But they had a, the, the hotel did a night. They had food. I didn't, I didn't join. I missed it. But from four to like seven, free food, free beer, right in this little alleyway for anyone who shows up because of the game. It's really nice. But I bring all this up to say, so I was in the area pre-kickoff of what I was doing for work. 
So I was literally, I was literally looking at the stadium, and I was amazed. And I have pictures I can share with you guys, but I was amazed at the amount of red I saw, 49er colors. I mean, it was, it was shocking. You know, Dolphin, I mean, I'm sorry, Viking home game, and all I could see were red jerseys. Then I started thinking about the week before the Cowboys played the Chargers. I don't know if you got any of y'all saw that game, but it was all Cowboy Blue. It was literally a Dallas home game in the Los Angeles SoFi Stadium. It was a Dallas home game. Then I watched the Steelers and the Rams, and it was Terrible Towel City in the yep. same stadium. Y'all know they share a stadium. And it, okay, sorry, you saw the game, right? Oh yeah. Or was it not? Yeah, took over that stadium. Yeah, was oh, yeah. it not a Steeler home game? It was amazing. Absolutely, it was. It was. Yeah. Yep. So now, um, Cowboys won, Steelers won, Vikings did protect home field, but two out of those three games, the stadium was full of visitors. I I say all that just kind of appeal to the fan base out there of all these teams. Don't let that happen. Jay will remember the first few years of Dallas in AT&T Stadium. They weren't very good at home. Away teams were showing up. Away teams were louder than the home team. Dallas was losing a lot of those games. Matter of fact, the first game in AT&T Stadium was against the Giants, Eli Manning. And they lost. Now, over the last few years, that has changed. And guess what? Dallas has won 11 straight games in AT&T Stadium. And no team now comes in there and takes over. But I just want to throw out there to these fans, show up for your team. You ought to be ashamed of yourself. And you have the same thing. I didn't even go inside, but look at it from outside. Oh, my God. I should have went. I should have. You know, I should have went. I was there. I should have just went. But what a beautiful stadium. Gorgeous stadium. So I, I don't get it, but I, I, I just I wanted to bring that up. Any thoughts on that, by the way? I don't want to just move on. You guys ain't got any comments on that. I, I got one because comments. I thought you might be going a little bit. Well, it's kind of the same vein, but when you think about it and, and you think of those two or three games, like those are essentially a stolen home game, you know? Like that's a big deal. Right, you yeah. usually have eight home games, game of year. But like, when you can steal, like when you play opponents that don't have like a really strong fan base, I mean, you can end up with nine, ten home games if you're a Steelers, a Cowboys, um, you know, maybe a Niners, like maybe a Packers or Eagles sort of fan base. That's huge. And if any of those teams are the away team in a stadium of that build or a fan base that isn't as strong as those guys, like. That's just like a hidden edge, I think, for those teams, a hidden advantage that people probably don't talk about enough that actually is really massive because that isn't a home game anymore. That's their home game now. You know, that's a way team's home game now because of those fans that showed up. Yeah. 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 All right. Um, next topic. Um, so Dr. Chain, I've been thinking about you, bro. You're my brother. You know, you're my man, 20 grand. We done been down Appreciate the road, you know, highs and lows and this and that. And 
You're my man. You're my dog. But I have to ask you this, bro. I have to ask you. You finally got Aaron Rodgers out of your division. You got, right, you got Jared Goff, who wasn't even good enough to stay with the Rams. They got rid of Jared Goff. You got Kirk Cousins, who, you know, manages to win a few games in the regular season but can't get it done in the postseason. He blows his Achilles. You got Jordan Love or whatever the hell his name is. He ain't showed up yet. You guys had an opportunity. You got Justin Fields. Well, you had Justin Fields. I don't know what you got now. I have to ask you how it feels. Finally have an opportunity to go somewhere in that division and not have to go through Green Bay, not have to worry about Aaron Rodgers. Because, hey, I get it. Aaron Rodgers, is, he's hurt us a lot in the playoffs, so I get it. Come on. How are you feeling now? And do you think the Lions are now going to be the next juggernaut in that division, or do you hold out hope that either Justin Fields wakes up or Bajent, Bajent, whatever the hell his name is, could be the guy? Or t- tell me, tell me what. Talk to your brothers, man. We we know this is Russell. Talk to your brothers. <laughs> well, um, Lions got a head start. Shit, they got a nice head start. What am I saying? <laughs> um, yeah. It sucks to be behind them, but what can you say? They've been on they were on the bottom for a while and Dan Campbell has truly gotten them dudes to play for him. They managed to get some draft picks to land, filled in some decent holes. The whole thought is that, you know, with Aaron Rodgers gone as possible, Chicago may have way, but Man, I'm starting to realize that sometimes this process takes longer than you want it. And and as bad as you want the team to win right now, um, the GM had to flip the roster. And it's one of the youngest rosters. And some some games, uh, a lot of games, it's showing. (laughs) It's it's showing that you have a young roster. So uh, they traded for Montez Sweat to date. Gave up the second round for next year, uh, for 2024. I like it because our pass rush was pretty much non and almost non-existent. So, uh, and they did not end up trading uh, trading Jalen Johnson. So you still keep a solid corner. You know he's above average. Um, so we'll see where it goes. They got nine games left and. Badging is still in there, and I'd rather, rather have field. What do you think? Say it again. What are your thoughts on Eberflu? It's hard, man. It's hard to say. It's I I understand what he wants to do. I, I just don't fully understand if he knows how to do it. <laughs> it's yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm struggling with, because you, you're trying to separate. I'm a manager at work, right? And you have an employee, and the employee is a nice person. I totally get it. They're a nice person. You can walk up to them. You can talk to them. You can have conversation. But damn, if you can't do this document. 
you might be in the wrong. You might be in the wrong position. You know, this might not be the best fit for you. And I'm trying not to get there with with with, with Eberflus, but it's that's what started to make me feel. However, I will give him credit for keeping the locker room together uh, during a time where these guys were expecting to be rolling. They were expecting that they'd be cranking out some W's against some of these teams that they played. Uh, and yet he's managed to, uh, to keep it all together. No, 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 no QB controversy. Yep, Badger came out, got his first game, didn't get his second game. Justin Fields is a starter. So I give him a little credit here and there, but coaches need to develop players. The coaching staff needs to develop players. And um, I, I'm not sure if I'm just being impatient or or they're just not doing it fast enough. Trent, you uh, sound like you the general manager in a staff meeting with the head coach, the owner, um, the director of player personnel. Like, you, you sound very politically correct. <laughs> um <laughs> We have said on this show repeatedly that there are two positions, right, two spots that must work in concert in the NFL. I'd like to remind our, our listeners what those two spots are. Head coach, quarterback. There you go. So for me, with any team I look at, not just my team, when I look at any team, that's where I'm going first. And if there's a problem there, and I don't see the team working towards a solution, then someone got to go. It's really, to me, that simple. Because when you look at all of the successful teams, every last one of them, we just talked about the Lions, what they got. They got Dan Campbell, who everyone loves, right, tough, you know, came out talking about biting kneecaps when he got the, got the job, and everybody laughed at him. Well, now they want, now they want, you know, they want, their coach is talking about fighting kneecaps now. Jared Goff, who I still don't think that highly of, but I cannot discount he's playing well. I cannot discount that he did go to a Super Bowl. I myself just don't think that highly of him, but that's me. I have that right. But And then Campbell working well together. Okay, I'll tell you the truth. When Dallas got whooped by the 49ers, I still have some hope for uh, McCarthy. I was about done with Dak, though. I had felt like I had been on this Dak roller coaster. I had sat here and said back when Romo was the, was the quarterback and got knocked out and Dak came in, everybody, including all these hosts on my show, said, oh, you got to give Dak the job. See, he keeps winning. And I'm like, no, he ain't ready. If Romo is healthy, you give him back the team, and we're going to Super Bowl. No. I was the last one to come around and say, okay. I was eating those words with damn salt and pepper and adobo a couple weeks ago when the Cowboys got whooped because now it's eight years. I was mad, bro, mad. But last couple games, I seen something that gives me hope. I see McCarthy adjusting the offense accordingly after that whooping. I see them throwing the C.D. Lamb more like they should have been from the beginning. 
I see you didn't put Ferguson back in. Guy that was doing well last year. That's the reason you got rid of Dalton Schultz. And then he's not playing. Well, he played Sunday. Well, I see my quarterback and my head coach in Minnesota. I'm feeling okay right now. We'll see. And when you look around the league, when you look, you, you look at Washington and that debacle, Ron Rivera's done. Why did they trade those two defensive stars? Ron Rivera's done, and Eric the Enemy, get ready. It's going to be your team next year. I say all this to say I love Matty Okun. He was our linebacker coach. He was very good, very good defensive mind. Love him. The train, unless something changes very quickly over there, he got to go. He has not accomplished what he was brought in to accomplish with your team. Y'all don't have a quarterback. You drafted one. You drafted another one. Who's your quarterback? I don't know. Do yeah, but, know but how do you? How do you? How do you how, I just don't know. Like I hear you, and there's a there's an impulse. Part of me wants to do that. And there's a part of me who's saying, have we given the guy long enough to even do so? Justin Fields third year, right? Have we given him long enough to to coach, huh? Justin Fields third year? Justin Fields third year, his second. Okay. Yeah, he's had this is This is the year that Justin Fields should start start clicking sense, and it doesn't appear that it is. So either he was overrated. So a year and a half, and, and I mean, is that? And I'm just asking this question because I'm dead serious when I say I'm trying to understand, man. You know, it seems like we're we want we want shit done in the microwave, and I, I don't I don't think it works that way. Are we saying uh, year and a half? These don't have it together. He should he should go. He's I, not it. How did how did Purdy do last year up until the last couple of games? How did he do? I, How about this I, I guy hear you. Coming in off the bench in sweatpants and, and, and eating an ice cream cone. How are you looking? See, there's too many examples of people coming in and doing well for us to sit back and give somebody flat. If it's working over here, why isn't it working over here? They're doing something yeah. that you're not doing. Unless we're saying the guy doesn't have the talent. If we're saying the guy doesn't have the talent, fine. Then go get a guy that's got the talent. Then. Is that the that's standard all. or the exception, though? I, I think. Are, are, we I, the Brock, are we saying the Brock Purdy is the is the is the standard when we know San Francisco has like a, a really good roster around like the 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 one thing that they needed to fix with their QB position, but everything else they had sold up. Guy, the guy was the last. You, Picking the dress, so it's not like. I, I hear you, I hear you, but just because he was a, just because he was the last pick in the draft, that, that that's an evaluation of the team's picking, right? I mean, like Tom Brady being at number six, it's just an evaluation. Teams don't know until they actually turn on the lights and realize, like, oh wow, um, this guy's much better than anybody thought. Yeah, but but but. I, that is not the norm. The, the the norm is when you pick somebody in the first round, you generally expect them to go out and play this year, right? That's the expectation. First round draft picks play this year. Second round draft picks should play this year. Third and beyond. Well, this, this well that's not necessarily true. Not not especially not for the QB position. Some a lot of people take 
first-round QB. They don't necessarily want them to play that year if they can help it. Now, if you're picking at the very top of the draft, you kind of don't have a choice. But others, they'll take the quarterback knowing that they got somebody there. If you have Aaron Rodgers as your quarterback or Brett Favre or Tom Brady, yes. Outside of that training, you have a legend Hall of Famer and you drafted a quarterback because you know he's on his way out, okay. But that's not the norm. The norm is if you draft a quarterback in the first round, they're playing. Find one quarterback drafted in the first round from this last draft that ain't playing right now. I'll wait. Find one. They're all playing. So my, my, my point is, you asked the question because you said, hey, I don't know. My opinion, and I'm not saying I, 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 my, my opinion is fact. I'm giving you my opinion. And I know Matty because he was on the Cowboys roster, and I have a lot of respect for him. And I was happy. And I even told you when y'all, when y'all made me head coach, I said, that's a good coach right there. But I feel like right now with what's going on at your quarterback position, so you've got Justin Fields, who has not shown that he's playing to the level of where he was drafted. We've all said that. And then the best backup you could find, and I don't know how bad it's going to be, but the best backup you could find was a Division II quarterback. That's the best you can get. Division II? That's your, that's your backup. Now he's your starter. I, I, I mean, hey, your division, bro, your team. I'm just saying – I'm I'm here with you, bro. I'm feeling your pain. And I just think there's more that your team can be doing for you and for your fans. And maybe maybe there is, but the more I think about this, the more I feel like there's a level of patience that needs to be had for this team to build. Because let's say we go the route that you're saying, all right, you're wipe in in a year and a half. You're wiping the slate and you're starting all over again. Because because that's all this regime has had thus far, year and a half. That's it. They they had to they had to wipe out a cap a cap situation that was ridiculous for Chicago because Chicago had no money and a completely overaged team. Suppose they had to wipe out all that just to restart. And so we're saying a year and a half is all you get. Yeah, get to get the head coach out, look for a new quarterback. Uh, I'll tell you, right now I'm leaning on practice and patience. Hey, 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 JB, are you there? Mm-hmm. How, how many quarterbacks and head coaches did Dallas go through between Barry Switzer and Bill Parcell? Oh, gosh. I don't know if I can count that high. We don't okay. have baseball players, multiple baseball players. I don't yeah. know. We went through more. So I hear you. We went through more. But, yeah, but we were coming yeah. off the Super Bowl. We were coming off the Super Bowl. We still had we still had Super Bowl players on our roster. But we didn't have Troy Aikman no more. We didn't have Mike Irvin no more. We didn't have Emmitt Smith. We didn't have primetime. And we were patient. As we went through Dave Campo and oh God, I can't even remember all of the, the coaches that went through Chan, Chan Gailey and um, 
and then uh, there's a couple more in there somewhere. And we went through first-round draft pick Drew Henson, who also was a baseball player, Chad Hutchinson and Quincy, Quincy Carter and, you know, Vinny Testaverde brought in at 40-something years old and Drew Bledsoe, who was, you know, well past Done. his prime. I'm just saying we lifted, bro. I mean, you know, and, and the salary cap had us fucked up. But looking back on it, I wish Jerry Jones had just said, fuck this. <laughs> we're, we're, fuck this. I ain't waiting. And finally, mm-hmm. once we got out of salary cap, uh, then he hired Bill Parcells. And, so, 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 you're saying, so you're saying your hindsight said, yep, after one year, change it. This ain't working. I would say two years. I, I, I would say two years. If you don't see, if you don't see progress, if you don't see that the player is progressing, the team is progressing, and you're making progress, and you're getting there, then what do you wait? Then how much time do you want to wait? What? What? Like I, I myself, I, you know, I'm, I'm riding this thing with Dak. Dak's in his eighth year. What did Cowboys accomplish? Honestly, what did we accomplish? Four and five, two years in a row, and lost to San Francisco both years. You know, like, like, you get to the point where it's like, and and you look at you look at the teams like the Chiefs every year, going to the conference championship game. Look at the Bengals. Look at the motherfucking Bengals. The Bengals was a joke, the joke, and out of nowhere. And what happened? Who they go get? Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase. And they went from, remember, a few years back, they went from the bottom of the division. If they weren't 0-16, they were 1-15, but they were like the worst to the playoffs in one year because they went out and they got well, Joe Burrow and they got Boom, no, one that's year. Te- technically, no, it, what happened was they drafted Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow was playing well. Joe Burrow got injured. They went to the bottom. And because they went to the bottom, they were able to get chased the next year. And so then it just it just picked up from there. But they it okay. wasn't like they were in the bottom because wow. Joe Burrow. No, they had Joe Burrow and Chase came two separate two separate years, and Joe Burrow actually was hurt. When you're, but but where I'm accurate is tanked one year. They were they were shitty, and then they blew everyone out of the water the next year and went to the playoffs. Totally unexpected. So, it was unexpected. What's that? I said no, no. I agree. It was because even even with Joe Burrow coming back, I didn't. No one had really expected him to go as deep as they did. Right. They played so, in the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, hey, show team, you, you do what you think is best. I'm just, I'm just trying to, I, you know, I'm I just, can't do anything. I'm a fan. Fans, fans can't do shit. <laughs> I'm just trying to. I'm just arguing the point of it's only a year and a half, and, and yeah. everyone saying is saying blow it up. So okay, we'll start over again. To and, and, and there's like nine games left in the season. I at least want to see what wow. they, how they complete the season. I, I, how, I would how, say how we the season. I, I would definitely say you ride the season out and see what happens. But at the pace that you guys are going. Is there optimism in Chicago right now that things are going to get better? You just got Montez Sweat. That's one. That's one positive. 
That's one oh, positive. You know. <laughs> uh, okay. I well, see you laughing, but also being in this position, you knew what it felt like to finally get a player that like, okay, no, this dude can play. It feels like we're oh, yeah. doing something different. Oh, oh, absolutely. I, it's exciting to get a player that can, can do something. But like I said, we just got through saying that quarterback and head coach, it's got to be the stimulus. And if they're not, then you got Devontae Adams. You know, top two, three wide receiver in the game. He caught one pass last night. One. Should never got rid of Derek Carr. Let's go another ball game with him. Yeah. And, and, and I'm sorry, Josh McDaniels should not be a head coach. How many times does he have to show you he's not a head coach? <laughs> I mean, you know. Over yeah. a season ago. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And Garoppolo has great win-loss record. Thank you, Mike Shanahan. You know what I mean? I, you know, so. Oh, he's always hurt, too. I mean, add that into the yeah. equation. We always talk about best ability is availability, and he's always hurt. Or playing very good. Very good point. Very good point. Okay. Um, is there anything else? I have nothing else. I am going to ask for one game pick live because I'm curious. Other than that, I've got nothing else to discuss for tonight. Was there anything anybody else wanted to talk about before we're going to do a one live game pick and then we're going to get on out of here? Well, I wanted to hear if he was opinion on the trade, man. Now, this doesn't happen today. Today was the deadline. I wanted to hear if he was opinions on the trade. Sweat went to the Bears. Chase Young went to the Niners. Uh, I think those are pretty major. Truly digest. I'm wondering what Washington was doing. Are you are you folding in the ship for the season now? Is that, yes, is so that what's that? Yeah. What's that? Yes. Yes. I was yeah. thinking that show would look like. That's yes. what it feels like. Um, Rivera's gone. Top players on defensive side, which is what the defense or what that team was built off of, on. Yeah, Wait. that that they're going to be starting from square, square one. Baby. Yeah, say that again. I hear you. You said Rivera's gone. You're predicting that he's going to get fired. I think so. Oh, okay. but not not right now. I'm talking about when the season's over. Okay, okay, okay. That's cool. That's cool. I just I thought I missed something. Um, all right. Mm. Uh, uh, there was another trade though that had kind of caught my eye. Um, I don't even remember who it was now. It was Dobbs to the Vikings? The Giants traded Lenny Williams. There was Josh Dobbs to the Vikings. Who did the um, Niners get? The they Niners got Chase Young. Young. Okay, that was the one, yeah. That caught my eye. I was like, hmm. Niners went and grabbed somebody. Eagles got somebody. You know, um, Cowboys did nothing. Exactly. That's the problem. It's not what they what folks did is what the folks that you expect to do didn't do. I just try to figure out who was out there that the Cowboys should have gotten because everybody talked about Derrick Henry, but then the Titans came out and said, Yeah, we're not trading Derrick Henry. Um, then they you know, talk about, you know, Devontae Adams. First of all, Devontae Adams would have been too expensive to go to Dallas. 
I don't even know why people are talking about that. But then the Raiders saying, no, we're not trading Devontae Adams. So, I, like, all of this talk about Dallas making a move, but I was trying to figure out, okay, who should they be trading for? Who should they be trying to get? That's what I, I was trying to figure out, you know, because I'm looking at the guys that got traded, and I'm like, you know, defensive linemen. I mean, Dallas' defensive line is pretty stout. So, I don't know. Uh, oh, and uh, Jay, congratulations on uh, our head-to-head victory. Uh, appreciate it. That was a good, good close one, too. Yeah. Could have went way. I was up by 10 points, and uh, I had, uh, what you would call it there, Rod? Jacoby Myers. Yeah, Jacoby Myers, you know, which, I mean, if Devontae Adams couldn't get it, couldn't do much, certainly Jacoby Myers wasn't going to do anything. You know, with a decent quarterback, I might have had a chance, but I yeah. don't know. Well, that's exactly what I said. If the Raiders had competent quarterback play, I'd have taken an L. Because you had uh, yeah. you had a stacked roster, and um, there yeah. were some things I didn't take advantage of. So, uh, definitely yeah. could have gone either way, but appreciate it. I'm sure yeah. we'll be meeting up in the playoffs. Yeah, good, good, uh, good, good head at battle. Um, all right. Yeah, man. Uh, anything else? Nothing here. Right. I'm good. I'm curious nope. before we get out of here. Uh, Cowboys, Eagles, big, big. Uh, well, you know what? Let's do two picks live. Okay, Cowboys, Eagles, in Philly, Chiefs, Dolphins, in Germany, Sunday morning. Okay, these are these are in, in, in on most par rankings or in many par rankings, I should say. I'm um, looking at ESPN's par rankings, and it's Eagles, Dolphins, Chiefs, Ravens, Cowboys. So there's all four teams, four out of the five teams that are playing in two games. Okay. So we got two games with arguably four of the top five, clearly four of the top six to seven teams in the NFL playing in two games on Sunday. I hope y'all got your menus ready, you know what I'm saying, because I'm, I'm about to go sausage and kielbasa. That, that's what I'm doing on Sunday, sausage and kielbasa with some sauerkraut and some mustard. And mm, I'm about to, ooh, boy, y'all. Mm, mm, I can taste it now. But anyway, um, I'm curious. Pick the teams. I'll go first since I want to do this, and I'm curious what you guys think. Um, I'm not even going to document it. I'm just curious. I can always go back and listen. But uh, obviously I got the Cowboys. Um, Dallas plays very well in Philly. Um, If Dak does what Dak did against the Rams and they move CeeDee Lamb around and Tyron Smith plays, um, I think I got a good shot. So I'm picking Dallas, and I'm picking the Chiefs because everybody's betting against the Chiefs now, and that's when Patrick Mahomes is at his best. So I got the Chiefs and I got the Cowboys. All right. JB. Yeah, ironically, same thing. I had uh, Chiefs and Cowboys as well. I think um, it's going to be an interesting matchup to see Tyree Hill go against his old team. Um, mm-hmm. that, that's that's going to be a fun one to watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, first thing in the morning, too. Mm. Yep. Okay. Train. Uh man, I know you the host team, man. You you set the two games, man, but you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna answer you by saying I'm gonna pick the Eagles. Um I know this will be a good game. Uh not necessarily Dallas is going to lose it. I'm just gonna stick with the home team and 
I would not be surprised of any outcome where where Dallas takes it. And secondly, I think I think I'm gonna stick with the Chiefs. The one thing I understand about Miami, um, reason why they weren't in my power rankings is they just they haven't beat a team with a winning record. You know, they, they they beat up on these teams that are lacking a little bit. And I'm, I mean, that's that's not, you know, yeah, it's midseason, but they, they don't, you know, you got to be able to beat the Chiefs, the Bills, the, the, the Bengals, and, you know, those, uh, those few powerhouses in the AFC for you to even come out of the AFC. And thirdly, I'm going to pick the Bills, because that is Bills-Bengals is the third game Sunday night. Uh, that will probably have a little bit of shakeup even in the power rankings the following week. So I'm going to roll with the Bills on that one. Bengals, I think, are getting some momentum, but I'm going to go with the Bills. Hold on that. What happened? Uh, Bills, Bengals, who's who's home? Oh, uh, Bengals are at home. Okay. And you're on with the Bills? I'm going with the Bills. Okay, okay, um, yeah, that's a good one to ask. Fuck it, J- uh, JB, who you got? Bills, Bengals. Um, I'm gonna say Bengals on that one. Going to be a close one. That's really true. It should be a pick'em. Um, I do think uh, with with Burrow being healthy, Bengals being at home, just starting to feel themselves and, and gather it together. It's going to be a tough out, but close one. I take Bengals. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Bills. I think this is the game. This is where Josh Allen, you know, everyone, a lot of people are going to pick the Bengals because they looked really good against the 49ers. And I think this is where Josh, Josh Allen comes and says, y'all, y'all must have forgot. <laughs> I'm a top quarterback in this league too, you know. So I'm actually going to, I'm going to pick the Bills. Um, okay. Uh, yeah, let's go with that, Trey. I'm glad you spoke up. Good one. Um, three games. Who you got? I'm going to go with the Eagles at home. I'm sure that's a tiebreaker for me, though. We'll go with the Chiefs. I think they bounced back after that loss of Denver. Um, also, I agree with some of the trains points for the Dolphins. Not really beating winning teams yet. And then I'm going to go with Cincinnati at home. They're just playing a lot better. Burroughs healthy, um, and they're at home. Okay, I was having a hard time hearing you. Say your picks again, please. I got Eagles at home. I got Chiefs in London. And I got the Bengals at home. Okay. Chiefs are actually in Germany, but that's okay. Oh, Germany. Oh, okay. Yeah, first I think it's the first game in Germany. So get on out of here. Uh final thoughts. Start with J B. Final thoughts. Well, um I guess kind of to quote Danny Green, we are who they thought they were. Um, you can say that by a lot of teams in the league. You can say that um, under your breath about some teams in the league. Uh, I love the parity. I love the fact that teams like the Lions and Jags are are in discussion for top fives. It's nice to see those at the bottom for many years rise to the top and be absolutely relevant and, and be a team to uh, to take with, with some authority. So I'm glad to see that halfway through the season and looking forward to seeing what else pops up this second half. Already about to be November 1st, so enjoy it while you can because before you know it, we're going to be talking about seedings and playoffs and things of that nature. So soak it all up. All right. 
K Star. Yeah. Uh, so sorry for all of you. You had to watch my Steelers on Thursday. See so a really terrible offense. So I apologize in advance. It's rough, but the defense is really good. So uh, yeah, hopefully Steelers win and uh, looking forward to a great slate of games on Sunday. Okay. Doctor Drink. Dr. Train. Earth to Dr. Train. Dr. Train, are you there? Not on my end, he's not. Man, okay. I I had a whole good conversation to myself as my wife is sitting here laughing at me. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Um. Anyway, what I was saying was, Case, uh, uh, I actually picked your Steelers, man, uh, this week in the uh, in the pick six plus one. Because you know, you guys at home, you got a solid defense. You going up against a rookie quarterback, you might be able to make something happen, man. Don't never give up hope, pimping. And you might get the good Mitch. We've seen the good Mitch before in Chicago. It was rare. <laughs> it was rare. I'm telling you, but we saw it. You know. Um, I just I, I my practice patience with my team for the remainder of the season is kind of all you can do. I'm excited we got Montez Sweat, so we're just looking forward to the next game to see if we can do anything different and maybe steal one down there in New Orleans. I was supposed to be down there for for that game. My wife is headed down there for a conference. The only reason she picked the conference down there is because I I told her I'd go to the game. Then I changed my mind. Renovations are expensive. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> uh, um, World Series is on. It seems like nobody's watching, so I ain't watching either. And me watching something that ain't nobody else talking about. And uh, lastly, <laughs> <laughs> Rangers up two one, aren't they? <laughs> uh, see, yeah, I don't even know. They think they are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they're winning. They're winning ten one right now. It's about to go three one. Oh damn! Oh damn! See. Game's already over. Um, lastly, uh, NBA has a tournament in the beginning. You know what? I think I've seen Stranger Things. Don't get it. But, hey, who cares? Somebody's watching basketball is going to love it. I don't get it. Uh, outside of that, enjoy the games this weekend, guys. Uh, thank you. Um, they're trying something different. It's first time. So I will reserve judgment until they do it and then see. But, you know, I'll give uh, Adam Silver credit for not just, you know, they, 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 they're trying to pick up uh, and gain traction on football. Um, and so is baseball, for that matter. Everyone's trying to catch up to football. Uh, baseball made all those rule changes. I don't watch baseball. I just can't. Just even with all the rule changes to shorten the game, I just have no interest. None, zero, none. So um, I can watch some basketball, mostly when football season's over, but here and there I'll catch a game. So we'll see. We'll see if the tournament, in-season tournament, produces the desired results. Um, as far as football goes, listen, this is Philly week. This is the biggest game of the week, biggest game of the season. Um, Dallas, you know, I said this 
uh, when the forty when you went to play the Forty ers you know, you go out here, you beat the Forty ers you walk out as the best team in the NFL, hands down. You shut up all the doubters who say you haven't played anybody, and you're this and you're that. You lost to Arizona, and you suck. You, you could erase everything by beating the Forty ers Well, they whooped you, so you erase nothing. Now you beat the Chargers, nice win. You annihilated the Rams. I think that was a great win, even though everybody's downplaying it now, saying the Rams were nothing. But I got I got audio of people praising the Rams a few weeks ago, but not a Rams suck. Okay, that's what you do when Dallas beats a team. You you downgrade the Dallas victory. Okay, got it. Talking to you, Keyshawn Johnson, because you're the one who said when Dallas lost to San Francisco that they were going to lose to the Chargers and the Rams uh, and the Eagles, that Dallas would probably lose four in a row. Now all of a sudden, you know, you change the story. But that's okay. That's what That's what you guys do on TV. Um, bottom line is this, you have a chance to go and beat your nemesis in their stadium. You've done it before. And we made a big, you know, theoretical argument earlier about power rankings, but let's be real. Could anybody argue with saying you're the best team in the NFL? If you take out the Eagles at home, the consensus number one team, not just in the NFC, but in the NFL, and you go to Philly and you beat them. Now, does that matter right now that you're the best team in the NFL? Hell no. I could care less. But I'll tell you what what does matter gives you now a victory over the team that right now is the number one seed. And if you have any thoughts on being the number one seed, that's one victory towards number one seed. You still get to play the Lions, you get to play the Seahawks, and you get to play the Eagles again. And with the 49ers having three losses and a very tough schedule, not sure where they're going to be in all of this, but you're putting – you win this game, you put yourselves in a very enviable position about halfway through the season. So this is huge, huge. Go to, go to work. Let's shut everybody up, okay? Go to work. Go get this W. That's all I got. Um, so reminder, this is likely the last show on Blog Talk Radio. I reserve the right to say, okay, for whatever reason, we're back. <laughs> Um, I'm not looking forward to having to set up a brand new show on a brand new website on a brand new form, brand new everything. Um, I would rather do that in the off season than to do it during the season. But I am concerned that there is no one at Block Talk Radio mining the ship. As I said again, anybody out there, including my three co-hosts, go out and check for yourself. There's been no activity on their social media in four years. None. Zero. I sent the message to technical support, and it bounced back. So I don't know what's going on. My concern is, I pay for this, and no one's manning this the the, the house. Yeah, I can't. I'm not gonna keep doing that. I gotta know somebody's up there mining the ship. So if I don't hear anything from them in the next couple of days, and I've tried every possible way to reach them with no response, so my patience is wearing thin. I will be moving the show, and I I will let the fellas y'all know. Uh, how to, how to access the new show. There is a chance that we will not do a show next week to just give me a little more time um, to set up the new show. So just be forewarned. Um, not to mention if Dallas loses, it would make a lot of sense to just not do a show next week. I mean, why do I want to come here and listen to K-Star crying out loud? Why do I want to do that? You know, she's great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, that's funny. Um, so anyway, we'll see. But um, I'm so mad at Blog Talk Radio that would be if this was under better terms, there would be so much I would want to say. But I'm just so angry 
I've been with these guys 15 years, and this is where we're at. 15 years. Started the show in 2008. It's 2023. And this is where we're at, where I can't even get a call. I can't even get a response email. I can't even get a pop-up on a chat. I can't get nothing from you guys. Yeah, I'm pretty annoyed. I'm pretty annoyed. But we'll see what happens. I will keep everybody posted. In the meantime, it's still football season. We're almost at halfway point. November. I told y'all it's going to fly by. Tomorrow's November 1st. Happy Halloween. I hope everybody's eating plenty of candy. Uh, start getting ready for Thanksgiving, Christmas, and playoffs. In the meantime, go Cowboys, go Steelers, go Bears. We will see you again very soon. I'm not sure if it'll be next week, but we will be back very soon. And for the fellas, remember what I always say, all feuds are settled on the field. Good night, everybody. <laughs>